Hey, Mark, I appreciate you joining me here today. For those that don't know me and you, I'm Jess Coburn, CEO of Applied Innovations. We're a, a managed IT, cloud, and cybersecurity company. We help businesses leverage technology to drive success. One of the things we do as, a, as an IT service provider is we look at risk and we help businesses identify risk and then address it before it becomes a problem. Usually that involves computers, but today with everything that's going on, there's a huge shift in business and I thought you'd be a great person to talk to and talk about those shifts and, and the changes we're seeing in business, not just today, but in general. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about yourself and Brave New Markets. Thanks, Jess. It's good to see you today. Absolutely. Brave New Markets, we're, uh, we're about 20 years young as, a, as an organization. We, uh, we help uh, mid-sized B2B companies uh, with digital growth. We're a digital growth company. And... Uh, help them establish digital uh, as a uh, as a way to do business with their with their customers. I see. So, Mark, my understanding and we've worked together for several years for nearly that two decades, I think. And uh, my understanding of your business is that your business has really pivoted from what used to be a, a marketing and, and messaging and kind of consulting company into a digital growth company or really a digital transformation company, right? Absolutely. We we started out as a as a marketing organization. Uh, quickly, uh, you know, connected with your organization because we were also, you know, the internet twenty years ago was was spinning up and 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 getting ready to do great things. And we quickly realized that uh, digital online, even back in those days, was uh, giving the best bang for the buck for our clients. We were getting the best return on investment with uh, with digital investments even then. And so uh, that conti that's continued over the 20 years, and we became more and more involved in the digital side of the business. We uh, we still do we still do some marketing, but it's evolved into highly leveraged uh, on digital marketing, and just those things that drive growth. We call it growth marketing, and it's uh, it's only uh, it's only focused on those things that absolutely drive growth. And we've also evolved in adding expertise in digital customer experience and also uh, digital platforming for uh, for our clients. So it's interesting, right? A lot of businesses throw around the buzzword digital transformation. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of it too. But you're really a good example of a business that does that today and that helps businesses do that today, right? Can you give me uh, an example of a customer of yours that has done this? Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of them we, uh, we know fondly, a company named Acton Mobile, uh, which uh, is a... Uh, uh, organization that uh, rents uh, uh, construction trailers and construction facilities uh, around the around the uh, the country, and we took them from uh, from from basically a traditional type, you know, paper based uh, relationship with their clients, fax in, fax out, a lot of phone work, a lot of high touch type interaction and marketing and put them on a course for digital customer acquisition, digital customer experience, and uh, working with their uh, customers uh, with, if you will, minimal human interaction, if, if that's what their customer wanted. And the, uh, the results were extraordinary. Uh, they were recently acquired by Will Scott's uh, organization uh, for, uh, in, in a great, uh, in a great, uh, transaction that uh, that worked out and it will continue to will continue to grow what that organization started so let's let's look at that right because a lot of these businesses like like I thought 
they don't think that they can succeed online. They think that they're a press the flesh and person to person type business. And today that's most definitely not going to happen, right? These companies that traditionally would get their leads from going to a conference or going out and shaking hands, they can't do that. How do they make that pivot? Well, the most important thing to uh, to start that pivot is for senior leader leadership at an organization to uh, get the mindset that they can do it and begin to think about uh, think about not doing the same way, same things they've always done the same way, uh, which you hear over and over again. But this applies to every business. Uh, we we deal mostly in the B two B area, and. Uh, we hear it all the time from traditional businesses. Well, our, our, our people like to see our faces, like you say, press the flesh and, and, and this sort of thing. And uh, while that may be true, I'll tell any business there's a huge pent up demand uh, to do business with them digitally also. Uh, so we're not exactly talking about eliminating the way you do business today, but at least at first we're going to supplement it with an augment it with a with a digital channel and, and digital methods it absolutely is possible and it starts at senior leadership if they're not convinced it will not work in the entire organization that's interesting and um what's the the biggest challenge behind getting buy-in from leadership for these businesses to make that pivot uh, it's the uh, it's the trust and, and foresight uh, to be able to uh, to see the necessity. Let's face it, no matter what business you're in, it will go digital, and it will be disruptive uh, to your industry, and you might as well be the one doing the disrupting. And that's uh, that's a that's a great place to be uh, in the marketplace. Now. It might be a little bit disruptive within your organization, but if you're taking the leadership position, uh, you can you can kind of call the shots for a while in your industry. And if you're playing catch up, well, you've got something to look at and something to model after also and, and quickly get up to speed on because more and more uh, with uh, what in the B2B area, some 46 percent uh, of researchers and buyers are now millennials. And every other demographic, including my age, is moving to uh, is moving to digital, and so it you know you've abs it's an imperative to get to, to get started on. Cool. And um, well, I don't know if you heard the dog barking in the background. <laughs> uh, no, I missed it. So so I'm working from home like the rest of the world, right? We made that actually we made that transition about a year and a half ago um, from being a, a traditional company that had an office and everybody went into an office to, we kind of gradually went, we, there was a day a week where we allowed people to come in if they wanted to. Interestingly enough, most days I was the only guy that came in on those Fridays. And uh, when our lease was up uh, about a year and a half ago, we had the option that we were looking for a new office space. And one of my employees reached out to me about transitioning and becoming a work from home company. And at first I shot it down. Because, you know, it's just not the way I was raised professionally. Sure. But um, we did, I gave in. I still got an office for myself. After about six months, I quit going to that office I found. And I was working more and more from home because I was just more productive. And uh, we still have the office, but I don't think I've been there in about three months. So I'm curious about, you know, how Brave New Markets does that. Because a lot of the businesses today, they're going to be faced with that, right? They're going to they're not going to have the option to step in it like I did. They're just, they're probably there today, if not today, tomorrow. What, what has Brave New Markets done in, in that 
kind of range. Do you, you have a distributed workforce, right? Oh, absolutely. In fact, we've been uh, we've been moving towards that for at least the past five years or so. And <clears throat> ours uh, ours was driven a little uh, differently in that way. In uh, in the way we have, we're blessed to have very, some very long term dedicated uh, team members with us. And a couple of them, uh, for one reason or the other, were were moving. We're leaving the area, and instead of losing them, uh, we said, "Well, let's uh, you know, let's let's let you continue to uh, work remotely." And I probably, you know, I probably had some of the same uh, reservations that you did. It's a little bit unknown, but these were really good people. And you know what? We never we never skipped a beat. Uh, it, 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 you know, they, uh, um, we've continued to get everything done. I think our productivity has increased uh, because of it. If anything, around our metropolitan area, you take the commute out of their day and, uh, and the, uh, the unknowing about a commute. So that's a big thing. Uh, I would say that now there are far more even better tools available to, uh, to be able to do it than there even were, was five years ago. Uh, in fact, if you're staring down the barrel, right at having to do this today. Uh, uh, programs like, uh, or, or systems like Office 365, uh, it, it's it's pretty daggone easy. And then, uh, you know, of course, you know, with your help, we were able to move uh, our internal infrastructure uh, out into the cloud with, uh, with Azure and, and your services. And so we have no servers, no phone system, no, no anything here in, in our, in our uh, smaller office than it used to be uh, because, um, because every, all that's uh, either IP, Office 365, servers in the cloud, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so all those things are even better today than they were five years ago. And uh, I would, uh, you know, Look, I'll give you a shameless plug here too. I think that uh, anyone looking at Office 365 today, while there's a little bit of a learning curve to it, it's it's really easy. But I wouldn't hesitate to turn to Applied Innovations to uh, to flatten that learning curve and, and get those things working right away. You're making me blush, Mark. I appreciate the compliment, <clears throat> and I certainly didn't pay you for that, but I, I would gladly pay you for that. You know, it's been a pleasure to work with you all these years. Um, our friendship we've developed means a lot to me. And I've always found that the feedback I've gotten from you has been spot on and really helpful. So thank you for that. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this. I'm getting all choked up and emotional now. But um, with Office 365, a lot of these businesses go, oh, well, we have Office 365, we're good. But the reality is they're only using email. What are some of the features in Office 365 outside of email that you're using that have helped you stay connected as a company? Uh, I have to say the number one thing is, is Teams. Uh, so teams allow us to do face-to-face uh, -face communications, and I cannot emphasize enough uh, the uh, the gain you get by actually being able to see someone face-to-face. -face. Now this this works with both internally with our uh, our employees, but also with our clients. Uh, so we we're not losing touch with clients, and we can see anyone in their office uh, any time that we work with. And the amount of communication, as you might expect, is just overwhelmingly increased by by being able to see. Uh, we're also running our phone service through Teams, and so we no longer have landlines or anything like that. Along with the Teams app, you can answer a phone call no matter where you are on your on your uh, company phone line, and and those are all great things. Beyond that, <clears throat> I would say the uh, SharePoint integration with Excel, Word, and those types of things, being able to share li uh, live edits 
uh, in documents uh, with other other folks. Uh, incredible productivity uh, increases, and uh, we have um, we have all of our uh, personal computers, the laptops, and all completely synced with uh, with Office 365. So there's no never any real worry with losing work due to a hard drive crash or a lost laptop or anything like that. So a lot of people don't know about that, right? That you can use OneDrive and you can actually copy your My Documents, your desktop and your pictures folders to OneDrive and have that synced all the time. Right. And, and what's, what's really cool, right, is that if you get a new laptop, you literally just log into OneDrive and all your documents are there. That's exactly what we do. We can commission a laptop in, in minutes. What used to take hours now is just minutes. So there's features. So you have Microsoft or you have Office 365. There's an upgraded version called Microsoft 365 that includes Intune that gives you a lot of the functionality that people would leverage on Active Directory mm -hmm. and group policies for that are in there. And then there's also kind of going into commercial, I guess. There's also a feature called Autopilot. And Autopilot actually um, connects your laptop to your Office 365 or your Azure Active Directory. And you just log in with your Office 365 credentials. It installs all your applications and settings and configurations, everything, just the way your company wants it. Um, so we touched on, on collaboration and staying in contact with your with your customers and your employees. That's really interesting that you're using it with your customers. Not a lot of companies are doing that too, I find. I find a lot of companies still lock it down. Do you find more and more of your customers are using Office 365? Uh, yes. Uh, and we encourage those that aren't too, but we're running into more and more, and then we're also pushing them to use more and more of the of the capabilities, such as Teams. Uh, if anything, we uh, we always try to work face to face with clients, and we're able to cut down on travel expenses and travel time, and work more effectively with the client. Uh, just on Friday, I had one of our uh, one of our business uh, client associates. Uh, I got the uh, Teams invite <laughs> to to join her on a call. And uh, within seconds, we were face to face, but across the country. That's great, right? Because you can use the whiteboard feature, you can share documents, everything right there with your customer. I don't think there's necessarily a reason to go visit a customer um, in your business. Uh, right. We're and you know what? We're we're doing that right now. We're living that right now. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about it from as a business owner and CEO at the bottom line, and you know, the cost savings is instant profitability. Any cost you can cut or directly profit. So I think that's fantastic. Uh, not only that, but responsiveness. Uh, we've always proud our, uh, prided ourselves in being an incredibly responsive uh, organization to clients' needs. And uh, having uh, harnessed this technology and mastered it, uh, we, uh, I, I think we're ahead of the game uh, in, in responsiveness to being able to uh, quickly do something as an organization to support our clients. Yeah. So, Mark, I'm curious, within your own company, have you had any big pushback in relation to coronavirus and what's going on there from your team? Uh, well, I, I can tell you for the past uh, for the past four days, uh, we've been uh, incredibly involved in uh, client uh, crisis communications, uh, including over this past weekend. Uh, but for the reasons we just talked about, we didn't skip a beat. We were able to turn around. Uh, we didn't, you know, a few days ago, we didn't see these requests coming, uh, but uh, it seems every day is a little different right now. And But we were able, even over the weekend, as a team, to uh, to pull together and, again, be responsive and get our clients taken care of. 
and because of the distributed technology and applications that we have. Very cool, very cool. The one thing that a lot of businesses forget about mm -hmm. at these times is their cybersecurity, and especially with Office 365, because a lot of hackers know that businesses are leveraging that and they're trying to exploit that. You guys are using multi-factor authentication on your Office 365, right? Right. All right, good. So, and if you don't know what that is, that's where you get a text message or you get an alert on your phone that you accept, and then you log in. So if someone gets your, your password, they can't actually get into your email with just the password. They need that too, and so that blocks them. Uh, the other thing we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of customers as they move off-premise and onto home computers, not realizing the back doors they're opening that hackers are looking to exploit. We've already seen two exploits where we've seen a, a hospital in Ukraine get attacked while they were treating um, patients with COVID-19. Wow. The Department of Health and Human Services here in the United States had an attack against them that was targeted to try to slow them down, but failed. And uh, we're gonna see an increase in that. So businesses really need to remember that, you know, hackers like it when you're looking over here to be over here doing something else. So we need to be aware of that. Mark, with that said, is there anything else you'd like to add or is there anything we missed? Well, just that, uh, you know, back to digital transformation that we, we, we opened with, um, a lot of companies might see that as an incredible great big monster to tackle, you know, <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be that way. First of all, yes, leadership get the vision for what needs to be done. And when we talk about transformation here, we're not only talking about with your customers, but internally also, you know, we've had both of these conversations today. Uh, but to get the vision and understand where you're heading, but you don't have to know specifically what's going to look like in a, in a year or two uh, as, as you move down this road. Do not take it as some great big huge project that also all has to be accomplished in let's say 18 months or something. If you do that, you might get it done in 18 months, but you're already going to be behind because you've been trying to bite off more than you can really chew and you're shooting at a target that's always moving. So we always say take small chunks find the, the most uh, effective things you can change and, and change them and add those to your feature set, add it to your website, add it to the way you're gonna do business, small agile steps, baby steps, if you will. And then, because you never exactly, you'll get feedback along the way and you'll have to do some course corrections and all. But that 18 months from now or two years from now, you'll look back and you probably won't have envisioned exactly where you are uh, but you were able to accomplish it and be much more on target for where you need to be because you took small steps along the way and that that can be successful. Which is really important right now because right now businesses are looking at the market and they're scared and they're all worried that there's going to be a recession and what's going to happen. And they're likely to say, well, that's all sounds good and great and everything, but I'm not going there today. It's not really the case, right? Even though all this is going on, they should start planning that today and really start executing. Right, at least start going there today. Yeah, and the approach that you're recommending where they make small tweaks along the way, it's a smart way to go. It's small, it doesn't overtax the organization, it doesn't scare the organization. Uh, it just becomes a natural evolution about the way you do business. I think that's great feedback. I think um, that's probably the best feedback we have today is that as a business owner, you're going to be scared, but you need to realize that business continues to move forward and you have to plan for the future. Regardless of what's coming, you have to plan and always be looking to grow and scale. And this is a great way to grow and scale that's not gonna tax your employees and is, is gonna allow you to do it at a rate that makes sense for your business. 
Right. You know, the hardest pushback in the past five years I've, I've put up with is occasionally some employees don't want to don't want to get on video. I don't know what it is, but as soon as they do, they get it. As soon as yeah. they, you know, it's like on the second time they, they use it, they get it. So uh, it's it's well worthwhile. And and yes, I cannot overemphasize the small steps along the way. Don't don't take it as a big project and you'll be good to go. Good. Mark, I really appreciate the time. I appreciate you taking the time to share this with me and share your experiences. And hopefully other business owners and CEOs find this as valuable as I found it valuable. And uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jess. Good to see you. Have a good one.